the holidays are coming and what what better christmas gift <laughs> than the gift of me and cal talking <laughs> about two men in their 30s <laughs> talking about a cartoon <laughs> from the 90s <laughs> dad mom i know that you've been together for over 30 years now and i i just wanted to say you should tell this guy's podcast my gift to you <laughs> Remember, I used to love this show as a kid. Do you remember? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the gift that keeps on giving, Clark. Too much energy. Good evening, and welcome back to Too Much Energon, the weekly podcast where we review every episode of Beast Wars ever in production order, starting from the beginning. I'm one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. I am your other host, Neo Cal. And this week on Too Much Energon, we are reviewing the 19th episode in production order, which was the 21st episode in U.S. broadcast order, Possession. It originally aired on February 3rd, 1997. Cal, why don't you get us started with the episode? Oh boy. Uh, it's interesting right away. Uh, there's a spark flying through space. And we yeah. know what a spark is because we got a up-close shot of air razors when she was in her stasis pod. Yes, my, my immediate thought when I was watching this episode earlier was, was wow, there's a spark. It's a good thing we just had a uh, an entire episode dedicated to telling us what those were uh, right? a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, and we have been led to believe that they do not uh, hmm, fare well without a body. Mm-hmm. As in, they uh, they extinguish yeah. easily outside of a... Uh, outside of a transformer, mm-hmm. and it is going towards a planet, and the planet is the Beast Wars planet. But if you look at the geography of the planet, it is heading to California, North America. <laughs> <laughs> like it, is, it is so this this it's been nebulous before, but like this is very clearly the west coast of North America. You know, the the land of uh, cheetahs, gorillas, and Siberian tigers. Canyons, jungle, Siberian tigers. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Volcano pits with uh, uh, (laughs) Predacon ships. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're at the maximal base, and there is a lightning storm going on outside. It's all dark and lightningy. Yep. And uh, the Maximals are frantically like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Cheetor is like, wow, talk about a light show. And uh, uh, Rhinox is on the the com- uh, is on his usual computer console, and uh, the computer is basically like. Uh, yeah, the the storm's fucking everything up. And uh Ryanox is basically just like, yeah, 
Yeah, one more hit and we could be the grand finale. Speaking of that, there has been an episode before where there's been an Energon storm. Yes. Why haven't they set up lightning rods since then? Like they're they're on a um a canyon kind of like cliff and they're in a gigantic metallic ship. Shouldn't they have some lightning rods nearby? To what to take end? the heat? To mm. get hit by the lightning so their ship doesn't? Mm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like that's what Pretend yeah. for a moment that I don't know what a lightning rod actually is. <laughs> um, basically, uh, giant because, metallic. Be, because I totally do. You see, oh, okay, I, I just, okay. I, I'm just. So uh, those who just, don't know, Christopher just, does. Just for the listeners, because like I, I, I completely know exactly what lightning rods do. Uh, the <laughs> the summary of a light for lightning rods is there's a very large kind of a metallic antenna very um conductive metal uh that you want to set up and it's usually uh grounded somewhere Mm. right so that uh because what lightning wants to do is it wants to take the path of least resistance um into something uh that can conduct electricity and then like disperse over the ground or water or wherever it hits the earth and so lightning rods yeah (laughs) lightning (laughs) rods are usually set up through a city on skyscrapers or wherever so that like or which yeah which whichever they're fashionable or tall so that instead of say lightning striking and hitting a car driving through the city at 88 miles an hour (laughs) and you know (laughs) back to the future (laughs) i was gonna make that Um, that, that's why when you were talking about things like just now you were like oh things that uh where you set up lightning rods on i was like clock towers yeah and that's what (laughs) you're you're one step ahead of me (laughs) and uh then uh they could technically leap through space and time and go back home that's what I, that's where I was going with that. Yep. 30 but years into the future. Is, my whole point was why like I feel like they should have they should have set up lightning rods so that their ship wasn't just completely like at the mercy of the storm. But this yeah. is not is a, good a lightning. It See, you're very good at noticing the odd like transformation glitches. Yeah. And I'm very good at noticing the plot holes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I find one every two episodes or so. But, hey, this is an Energon Storm. I could be full of shit, and the rules for Energon Storms are completely different. Uh-huh. Maybe Energon hates metal. Energon Lightning hates metal, and it's attracted to sparks. Maybe Energon Lightning hates metal, but really likes country. Uh <laughs> I was like, oh, please say, but really likes country. (laughs) Oh, man. In which case, it can just fuck off. (laughs) So, so, uh, Rhinox is like, speaking of country, uh, Rhinox is like, (laughs) uh, yeah, it says some Rhinox stuff about, yeehaw, we're sitting duck out here. And Optimus says something 
that I only assume is a plot device. But maybe you can clear that up. He responds to Rhinox's like worries, like, hey, one more blast and we're we're a cooked goose. Uh he says, Yes, better stow the spare weapons and ammo in the hold. Underneath the armored flooring. Armored flooring. So presumably it's a spaceship, so I don't know why the flooring itself would be armored. <laughs> Wouldn't the whole thing need to be armored equally? But hey, what the fuck do I know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. But anyways, it feels very like I have a feeling. <laughs> I have a feeling this will come in handy later. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, you very well may be right, good sir. Is it presuming that if they get like lightning, it could explode their weapons or their ammunition stores? Is is that the presumption? Like the energy cells of the weapons? Yeah, and like okay. But that implies, like, so as we know, lightning conducts like it's not like lightning is like shooting a laser at the top of the ship and blowing a hole in it. But in this episode, it's (laughs) so like that's why I said maybe I'm full of shit. And so like, yeah, technically it shouldn't really like if the, the ship is getting like hit by lightning like it shouldn't really matter where you have the weapons because like the entire ship will like if it's made of metal like the entire ship is just going to conduct from the lightning and if anything putting it under the floor where it's like armored that means there's more metal there which means the uh, the lightning will distribute throughout the ship yeah and probably take the path like i said take the path of least resistance and go towards the floor yeah, maybe I maybe I have no idea how electricity works, but it that feels like a worse idea. But it feels like an idea that might help them later. So <laughs> remember, remember when you're writing Beast Wars, it's important <laughs> it's important to write things into the show that come in handy later, more so than it is to write things that make sense. I feel like I've is this deja vu? I feel like I've said that line before. You've definitely said something similar to that, yeah. Quick, um, hide it under the metal flooring, away from the lightning. Lightning come from sky, not ground. <laughs> <laughs> you mean under the floor? Surrounded by metal? Good idea, Optimus. That's why you're the leader. <laughs> I, I was just... I was, if you hadn't said that, I was like, literally just about to say, that's why you're in charge, good man. I'll drink to that. <laughs> Throw me a beer. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so we're we're met with spooky times over at uh, <laughs> spooky over, times. We're met with the the super spooky dark lightning times over at uh, the dark side, the Predacon yeah. base, and that and, spark uh, that we saw flying through space is now hovering above the ship. Yeah, uh, right atop of. I'm going what to I guess was a lightning rod. I was just about to say what I'm going to guess is actually a lightning rod. <laughs> uh, Maybe they were smart and they actually put up <laughs> lightning rods. Someone in the Predacons being smart. I'm going to blame Waspinator because wasn't he kind of like the communications or no, that's Pterosaur. What did Waspinator do? Who Get knows? Blown up. 
<laughs> yes. Speaking, <laughs> that's what happens, <laughs> listeners. Uh, he's on a computer and he's like, oh, and uh, a lightning oh, strike happens and he gets electrocuted. Yeah, lightning strikes that lightning rod and the the spark <laughs> zooms right into it. And then we're inside the dark side and Waspinator is at that control panel and he touches it and he gets electrocuted and gets blown back. I love and, this. And Megatron is like, <laughs> quickly, damage report. And Waspinator's like, oh, moderate. Oh, Waspinator in pain, but still functional. <laughs> and Megatron is like, you imbecile the computer <laughs> there's a few oh. times in this episode where I'm like oh do you know what's weird is waspinator like the cutest predacon I'm gonna say yes I'd say he's probably the most innocent of them yeah yeah I, I like <laughs> I like him he's kind of childlike Oh, extremely, especially when he's like off on his own, like throwing a tantrum, being like, oh, Waspinator's strongest Predacon, stupid <laughs> Megatron. Uh, on the subject of uh, of characters being childlike, there's a line that Cheetor has later on in this episode that I'm like, wow, you are a fucking 10 year old <laughs> Cheetor. Well, that I'll explains why the 10 year olds enjoy Cheetor the most. Yeah, I'll, I'll point it out when we get there. Um, and then, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, sorry. Um, Megatron turns to his console and he's like, uh, you can hear Scorponok go, Megatron, electrical fire below deck. Yeah. And that's important later because then there's a cool, smoky part. <laughs> Other than that, there's, there's no reason for that being in the show. We uh, want to show off our particle effects, damn it. Yes, look at our look at our marvelous ray tracing capabilities. <laughs> What's ray tracing? You'll see. <laughs> um actually, uh you know how quick sidebar, but you know how like ray tracing is like the big buzzword of this new console generation? Mm-hmm. What I found out recently is like ray tracing's actually been around since the 90s. Like reboot used ray tracing. Yeah, um ray tracing is just difficult to like render in real time. In real time, yeah. 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 And until now, until recently, it hasn't really been possible to do in video games. Oh, it would be Exactly, yeah. Need to find... It's completely different when you're making a show, right? Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, being able to... Like, a fast-paced game, let's say, like, uh, with lots of... Uh, Battlefield, right? Where... Yeah. Ooh, wow, I could see the reflections of the other buildings in this, like, puddle that I'm running by. Yeah. Not really necessary. Cool to have. Has never really been necessary, though. Yeah. And now video games are kind of getting to that level. Mm-hmm. Getting to the level of Beast Wars in 1996. <laughs> getting to the level of a 25, almost 25-year-old 25 TV show. Mm-hmm. It's good to have goals. <laughs> yeah, that explains why um, the uh, uh, there's kind of like 
almost ambient dark and light reflections and all the metallic parts of the Transformers. Yeah. Speaking of which, we're back at the Axelon and uh, Rhinox is in the hold underneath the uh, alleged armored flooring. <laughs> and Optimus is passing him crates of munitions. Yeah. And inside this, uh, this hold, there's a bunch of missiles and a bunch of Cheetor's tummy guns and a bunch of uh, Rhinox's Gats. Gats, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, Optimus gets a call from Rat Trap, who's all like, Hey, this is Rat Trap. Do you want the uh, the bad news or the worst news? <laughs> oh, right. Which is actually something I have like <laughs> say periodically in my day-to-day life. <laughs> There's actually a few lines in this episode in particular that have stuck with me <laughs> that mm-hmm. I have quoted throughout my entire my entire adult life and I'll, I'll point them out when they come. Oh, okay. Good. 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 Uh, Cheers. Speaking of, yes, we're at the, uh, the Predacon base and Waspinator is looking at the, uh, the console and he's all like, Waspinator does not understand. What is wrong with this fucking computer? Have you tried restarting it? <laughs> <laughs> and then the uh, the computer screen starts glowing, and then a voice starts Which talking. Which we will not try to emulate, because it is essentially Pterosaur's voice actor. Heavily. Totally. Like, <laughs> synthesized. Even when I was 11, I'm like, that is Pterosaur's voice actor. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, heavily, yeah, heavily, heavily digitized. And he says some shit, basically calls Waspinator an idiot. Yep. And the light shoot. My partner was like, did he just call Waspinator butt face? I'm like, no, no, bug face. Bug face, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But he, uh, whatever the voice is, he soon becomes bug face. Yeah, or at least he jumps into Bugface. Yeah, light because we yeah the light shoots out of the computer console and goes into Waspinator's body, and he he glows and is all like, and then he stops glowing, and then he laughs just like Pterosaur. Speaking of Pterosaur, the camera zooms out as he's like like jiving with some some energy, and Pterosaur. Like is just watching, and he like laughs to himself and walks away. <laughs> okay, <laughs> typical <laughs> Predacon shit. Uh-huh, he got electrocuted. No, no, he he doesn't laugh. It's uh, it, it's it's uh, Waspinator laughing. Oh, is it? Yeah, well, yeah. same voice actor, so you but can it... understand my confusion. Yeah, the only reason I know it was uh, Waspinator is because like he kind of like. Like he moves in motion with the laughter. Right, right. Yeah, he kind of falls back. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pterosaur was there because that's what Pterosaur does, I guess. Because apparently Waspinator stole his voice. 
I like, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if during the episode, Pterosaur had like brought that up? Yeah. Well, and he's basically like a shitty version of me. Well, and it's funny too, because like Pterosaur barely has any lines in this episode. In fact, I think he only has one line. Oh. And, and the guy who does the voice of him makes his voice sound way deeper than it usually is. Oh, so we talking sexy pterosaur time. Almost, yeah. <laughs> Not quite. Wasn't quite enough to, to, to do it for me this time, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, 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 the Avalon, they're complaining about... Well, Rat Trap comes from outside, presumably, where he was repairing stuff. And he says, well, if that's, I think the group just kind of cuts right into it. And they're like, um, oh, yeah, I guess a lightning had hit and breached the outer wall in Vector 7. Who knows where that is? But there's a red little panel on, a, on the, the dinner table, yeah. <laughs> this middle like console. And it has a projection of the ship. And there's like a red square. So somewhere near the front is damaged. Yeah. And, and uh, Rhinox is like, and this was only the bad news? And Rattrap's like, and the worst news is it knocked out all the surveillance sensors and, you know, whatnot. And he's like, we may, and we may as well put up a sign being all like, welcome Predacons, enter here. <laughs> well, with any luck, they're having problems of their own. Oh wait, that's not Rhinox. That's that's Optimus that says that. Eh, it's something either one of them <laughs> could have said. Really. And then one of the dad, um, <laughs> the dad, the father figures of the show, <laughs> which there are two. Um, but slight sidebar: my partner was like, we we're watching an episode, and uh, she was like, Air Razor kind of has a mom voice. Total. Yeah, totally. You hear it too? Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that explains why I like it. <laughs> yeah, she's got that, like, I don't know. She sounds like she's in her, like, mid to late 40s, I think. She She's a woman who knows what she wants, okay? <laughs> uh... And there's a she, lot of scene. Go ahead. <laughs> she she's old enough now that she knows she doesn't want her time to be wasted, and she's not going to waste her time going after something or someone that isn't going to give her everything she wants and needs. Yeah, she she's done chasing the the Dinobots and the Megatrons, and she's ready to settle down with the Tigatrons or the the Rhinoxes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good analogy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I dig it. Um <laughs> speaking of um uh big daddies, <laughs> uh we got back to the 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 dark side and Megatron is like coughing and there's a bunch of smoke and they're in like the underbelly of the the ship. And I just realized like I always knew Megatron was like big, but has he always been like twice as tall as Scorponok? 
Or is it just the angle here? Yeah, I think he's always huge. been that tall. Jesus. Yeah. Huh. And uh, Scorpinox like looking up at him. And he's like waving the, the smoke away from him. And he's like, go find out what's keeping Waspinator. And I didn't notice this until the second viewing, by the way, Christopher. I didn't notice that when the lightning strikes, there are brief like frames where Waspinator changes into Starscream. Yeah, I I I noticed that uh, when I watched the episode back when I was a kid, it I it excited me so much. <laughs> As someone who really liked uh, G one when I was a little kid, I just paused it right on the perfect like moment, huh? Wow, what the fuck? I was originally considering making that the I was originally planning to make that the show art. Although I, as I was watching this earlier, I came across another shot that I'll point I'll point it out when we get to it. That I'm like, no, that's that that's the show art for this episode. Is it's it Rhinox a, grinning, holding up his a gat? No, it's a it's it's another great Optimus face. Ah, uh, of which there are many. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah but so to to the listeners um yeah waspinator shows up lightning strikes and like there's a few flashes like he, he kind of flickers and you like waspinator's like image is like replaced only with for like a few frames with uh with starscream like like i think he was a harrier jet uh he was an f-16 Oh, he was he was a sp- specifically an F sixteen. Yeah. So he's a fast boy. Yeah. And yeah, Scorp, and he's like kind of standing there with his chest out and his arms kind of like at the ready. And Scorpinox like, so there you are. That's his uh, his big dick G stance. <laughs> yeah, it is. And to to emphasize his uh, his big D energy. Um, the camera is down at his kind of feet to make him kind of look like he's like tall and looming over the others. It's it's good, good camera work, mm-hmm. or rather cinematography. And he's like, "Yes, here I am, at very long last." And, and I don't know why, but this voice line made me like laugh. He says in such a weird, casual way, Megatron. He's like. What happened to your voice? And I don't know why, but just the way <laughs> the way he says it. Are you listening to that? No, oh, I, 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 yeah, I, I know the line. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I'm gonna rewind it again. I don't know why I find that. What happened to your voice? <laughs> what happened um, to your voice? <laughs> he says it so smooth and so casual. <laughs> I hit puberty, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Waspinator. You're a man. <laughs> Quickly. It's bar mitzvah time. <laughs> Mazel tov. Mazel tov. Cheers. Get my boy one of those little hats. Cheers. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Annika? I can't remember what they're called. They have a name. Oh, yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, and you know, uh, I've had a number of Jewish friends, and I can't remember, so I doubt any of them are listening. But if they are, I apologize. 
Uh, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, sorry, sorry from both of us to any potential Jewish listeners out there. We love you. Mm-hmm. Um. And, uh, yeah, jacked waspinator is like. <laughs> uh, I can't. I don't even. I'm not even going to pretend to try to do a voice because it's it's so heavily like digitized. It's, yeah. It's like. Well, all if uh um. Uh, listeners out there, like if you've watched any of uh, transform the original Transformers cartoon, all of the Transformers that in that show, all, like all of the voice actors, had their voices modulated to sound more like slightly mechanical and digital. Exactly. So it's yeah. kind of so it, it's actually a nice touch. I think that they did that to Starscream's voice in this show because in this show they don't bother doing that, which I kind of appreciate to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I it and it differentiates itself. Yeah. Right? Like he sounds like a Decepticon, not a Predacon. <laughs> yeah, my uh, I'll make one attempt at doing a Starscream voice. All right. <laughs> yeah, here goes everyone. Allow me to present myself. Air Commander Starscream of the Decepticon Battle Fleet. Oh, that was deceptively accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you throw a synthesizer. Oh, and then by the way, there's more thunder. <laughs> as he yeah, pops out his chest, and you see more flashes of him. Yeah, more flat, more Starscream flashes. More <laughs> Star Screams, if you will. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> he has some insane screamy moments in this. And uh, we cut to uh, the the helm, the the main the main stage, if you will, of the of the dark of the dark side. And all of the all of the Predacons are there, gathered around on terror boards. Gathered around Ontario. (laughs) Uh, (gasps) Hey, worst case Ontario, we just go back to selling dope. Thank you. <laughs> and a lot of them are on terror boards. I mean, yeah. there's a floor there, but the Predacons seem to hate standing on the floor of their own base. I mean, as you have said before, if you had access to terror boards, that's all you would ever do as well. Well, I mean, yeah, it's just cool. <laughs> it's just bomb around on them. And um, there's that weird like ceiling-mounted throne that Megatron always chills on. Yeah. But everyone else is on a terror board. Yeah. And I... Th- Wait. Terrorsaur says something. Yeah. And you again... You familiar! <laughs> <laughs> and again, he... Same voice actor that uh, is voicing Starscream, but and in this episode, when he speaks as Terrorsaur... He makes his voice sound as pterosaur sound deeper than he ever has before. Presumably to like try and differentiate differentiate them, them yeah. Okay. But it's a little jarring because it's like, man, pterosaur's voice is never that low. <laughs> Only when he gets jacked on Energon. True. Too much Energon, if you will. Yes, for him it was too much. Well, it was an adequate amount until the the uh, 
mountain got destroyed. In which case, he had not enough energon. Yeah, he went from too much to not enough. And then no energon, so he died. I think he died <laughs> in that one. He dies a lot. <laughs> I can't even remember anymore. He dies every other episode. Yeah. Every uh, so- every three episodes, he tries to take over, and every two and a half, he, he gets destroyed. Uh, and he always loses. And and for some reason, Megatron keeps taking him back. But for some reason, he still... He's still a pterosaur. He still (laughs) tries. For some reason, he's still a (laughs) pterosaur. Yeah. It's weird how you can reprogram a stasis pod, but you can't reprogram, like... Wait, yeah, you can. They reprogrammed Rhinox. Hold up. Couldn't they just reprogram Pterosaur to not be so treacherous? Or well, is remember, there limits to this? Remember, though, reprogramming Rhinox took that machine, the transmuter, that took Megatron an entire Saturday afternoon to build. <laughs> <laughs> this took several cycles to put together. Uh, and the best of our, and the best of our uh, manpower... You like look around and I'm like, Whoa. so what, Scorpionuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh man. Yeah, so sorry, uh, to get back into the, the show. Um Lady Arachnia is there and she's like the Decepticons were our ancestors. For centuries they warred with the auto I guess she's the historian in the group. They Which is ironic considering she's technically the youngest Predacon there. Yeah. Again, it hasn't really confirmed how much they remember of their maximal life. Yeah. Like on either side, both with Black Arachnia as well as Tigatron and Air Razor. Yeah. It hasn't really showed us, like told us explicitly that, hey, I have all my memories. So I- maybe she was a historian when she was a maximal? Well, we'll never know. <laughs> we will never know. <laughs> yeah, and so she gets. Of, speaking of not knowing things, apparently Scorpionok doesn't know anything about history. Yeah, um, when he seems confused, Megatron steps in and he says, uh, "The Autobots were the ancient ancestors of the Maximals." Yeah, and Star Scream. Um says that was a war that that we lost. And again, I don't know how she knows all of this. I guess they just have a good library. Um Black Arachnia like chimes in and she says, "A war which and you were destroyed." Hold oh, on. And then she, yeah. Okay, so I've got the episode up and I'm just looking now. The console that Black Arachnia was looking at for some reason has a stasis pod on it. I just saw that. Like, why? <laughs> what does a that re- have to do? A reused, it? like, computer screen animation they probably just threw on there. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Because <laughs> it's like, that, it has nothing to do with anything. I was wondering why that was on the screen, too. Because she gestures to the screen as if she was, like, doing research or something. But yeah, there's a, there's a stasis pod <laughs> on the screen. 
Yep. Probably a reused asset. Yeah. It's written in the Chronicles of Cybertron, and she like gestures to the <laughs> the computer with the stasis pod on it. Yeah, because she mentions that uh, Starscream was destroyed, and Starscream's all like, "Ah, so it was believed." And we get a neat little flashback, which is a technically a lie. Maybe. Still, we. It's, it's cool. cool. It's cool. We get a uh, a visual representation. Of yeah, Unicron. Uh, before he mentions Unicron, he mentions someone called Galvatron. Yeah, he fell defending his leader, Galvatron. Yeah, but I do know who Unicron is, and it's really cool that they show him. Yeah, yeah. he actually they show looks, it. Yeah, yeah they, he actually looks really cool in CG. Like this is actually yeah. a really this is a really good CGI model of Unicron. Yeah, that looks fucking rad. Th- so for anyone listening, think of like. Uh, jeez. Uh, so basically, it's uh, kind of like. Go ahead. Yeah. So basically, for like, if, for anyone listening who it has not seen 1986's Transformers the movie, Unicron is basically the Transformers version of Galactus from the Marvel Universe. Yeah. He's a giant entity that floats through space and eats planets. He himself looks like a big ass planet. Yeah, like a but with like a, a giant like ring around him. Yeah, and he has uh, two horns protruding out of uh, like the, the front, fr- the front of him. The and mouth. He, yeah, <laughs> yeah, his mouth. Yeah, basically. So he's this big ass planet with like a mouth on one side and a couple of horns on either side of it. He's and- like a cooler Death Death Star. In my opinion. Yeah, Yeah, he's like a a Death Star meets Galactus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's a good way of putting it. And his, like, quote, like, because Transformers all have two different forms, his, I don't know, planet mode? (laughs) Because it's not a beast mode and it's not a vehicle. Yeah. I guess his his disguise mode is a moon. (laughs) But his disguise mode is, yeah, essentially a giant (laughs) moon. That's no moon. That's Unicron. (laughs) He's a giant metallic. I mean, I wonder how big Unicron is compared to, say, Cybertron. Uh, Cybertron's planet sized, though. That's different. Uh, Yeah. Well, we actually, in Transformers the movie, we actually see him attempt to eat right 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 uh he's actually not big enough in that movie to eat uh cybertron as whole not whole as he does with many other planets which causes him to transform for the first time in that film right giant does he have just like a giant crescent for horns like kind of like yeah yeah it's been a while yeah, so he he's bigger he's bigger than a moon, but not as big as a planet because he's able to, or at least not Cybertron anyway. And Cybertron mm-hmm. is smaller than Earth, I, if I recall correctly. Yeah, because he's able to in that movie he's able to eat Cybertron's moons, um, mm. but, but he's not big enough. And he eats several other planets throughout the the film, but he's not big enough to eat Cybertron. So. 
So yeah. we could eat Mercury, possibly Mars, but not Earth. No, definitely not Earth. I I, <laughs> I don't know much about the size of the, the planets in our solar system. I gotta be honest. Nobody does. <laughs> what, you mean you haven't been to Jupiter? <laughs> Poser. I hear it's a it's a little bit junk. <laughs> well, I know that like as far as sizes go, um, like uh, Venus is supposed to be like closer to our twin than Mars is. Like I know Mars is much smaller than Earth, or sub- noticeably smaller, whereas Venus is closer. Mm. And I think uh, Mercury is like Mercury Mer- Mercury is a a tiny guy. Mm. Yeah, so I think it's like Earth is a little bit bigger than Venus. Um, Venus is a little bit bigger than Mars, and Mars is a little bit much bigger than Mercury. Mm. I used to be into space when I was a kid. The final frontier. Yeah. Um, well, used to, I guess. I, I, I am re- a little bit. <laughs> uh, it shows a planet. Starscream is on it. Um, Unicron comes up. Now we actually get a shot of Star, like a full like shot. Well, from behind, but like a full shot of Starscream. And he does what any smart individual would do in a flashback. Uh, he decides to try to just shoot with his normal weaponry, Unicron. <laughs> yeah. And Unicron glows and fires a death beam <laughs> uh... at him, presumably destroying him. Yeah, but. As Starscream narrates what's happening, uh, he says, for some reason, his spark managed to remain and drift helplessly through the depths of space. Presumably, he can't aim, he can't move. He's just flying through space. Yeah, Yeah. freely. And so Megatron's like, well, now that you're here, Air Commander, what is it you want? And Starscream's like, Basically, like, well, I simply wish to pledge my allegiance to the glorious, me- to the might, like, to the mighty Megatron or whatever. Yeah, mighty Morphin Megatron, <laughs> mighty Morphin <laughs> Megatroners, um, Megatron. <laughs> uh, and Megatron says a line that I really liked. He's like. Well, you'll forgive the glorious Megatron for not melting into a puddle of gratitude. Tell me. I like how suspicious he is. Why should I trust you? Yeah, yeah I do too. Yeah. I mean, he he actually does jack shit in this episode, but he has he, he has he has good presence. lines. Yeah, he has yeah. some good lines. There's some good lines in this. <laughs> it's actually kind it actually kind of amused me like when when I got to the end of the episode earlier, I'm like, "Wow, Megatron like really did fuck all this episode." <laughs> Uh, but he has some good lines. <laughs> yeah, he, he 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 like zaps Dinobot later from behind and has a good quip. But other than that, he doesn't really do much. Yeah. And Starscream's yeah, like Yeah, Starscream's like, well, I can show you how to uh uh beat it. I can show you how to beat up those maximal assholes and win the beast wars. <laughs> He Once says that all. famous line that we can destroy the Maximals and win the Beast Wars once and for all. 
I don't know. I love it whenever they say that. I feel like that's that's always a thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like it's There's the name of the show of... or something. Uh huh. <laughs> Once and for all, and the kids watching are like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> not the uh, Maximals. <laughs> not the Maximals. Those are the good guys. If they win the Beast Wars, then I won't have any more Beast Wars to watch. No." Exactly. No. Um, so we're at the maximal base, and Cheetor is uh, chilling out outside in his uh, cheetah form. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says some Cheetor bullshit. And there's and, a bee. Yeah, there's a cyber bee. And Which he's all like, a little different. And he's all like, Gigabummer, jumping gyros, or whatever. Someone's getting a scanner full right now. And so he transforms and shoots the cyber bee. And this time I'm he amazed actually that he it. actually hits it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like when he shows up with it in, in a, in a minute or so, I'm like, wow, he, he hit it. <laughs> he's, yeah, getting, he, he's getting better. Yeah. He actually hit it this time. Sweet. Good on you. Good on you, kid. <laughs> uh, the father figures, Rhinox and Optimus are meeting in like Sentinel's computer room. Yeah. And uh, like the Avalon like computer room where Sentinel stored, and Rhinox says we can repair it, but it's gonna take some time. Basically, nothing is nothing is uh, as fast as you want it, which kids hate to hear. Yeah. And Cheetor is over the comm link, and he's like, "Hey, hey, got something for you." Yeah, he's like, uh, "We were starring in someone's." Uh home video and they're reviewing footage that the uh cyber bee had had gotten for them yeah and Tron's like but that's what they'll be waiting for exactly Very... <laughs> <laughs> and i i again he has the best lines in this uh but with starscream he's actually being like oh you may in fact be a fucking rotundo yes <laughs> but i don't know how much of one yet <laughs> That remains to be seen. Yeah. And, okay, is it just me, or is there, um, like, strategy coming up here? Kind of like the weirdest and weakest, like, strategy they've ever had on the show? The the TLDR, because we're not going to be script guy for this, is Starscream's like, ooh, there's damage on this side of the ship. We should attack them. And Megatron's like, well... Uh, they'll be expecting that, and Starscream like flips his shit and gets excited, and he's like, "That's why we'll attack the other side where there's another <laughs> hole." And I'm like, "This is an advanced strategy. The ship's in disrepair, and they're just attacking." Do you know what I mean? Like, this isn't like like um Rat Trap's plan when he was like purposely pretended to switch sides and then escaped through the. His little, uh, his little hanging cage. Like yeah. there's, there's nothing to this. It's just like, who? But they'll be looking for us on this side, so we'll go the other way. Sounds and I'm like, like a Decepticon plan. Cool plan, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like Megat- any Deus Ex, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> and Megatron, Megatron must be thinking to himself, "Why didn't I think of that?" <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh but indeed so we're we we immediately cut to the maximal base and uh 
one of Scorpinox missiles uh, blows a hole in the opposite side. All we of them know act- it's a Scorpinox missile because it's like guided. Yeah. It's, yeah, one of Scorpinox uh, Nikita missiles. <laughs> That's, um, <one. laughs> That's the one for the episode. Um, and they so the Maximals are in their beast form guarding the hole on the other side of the ship. All of them are oh, guarding oh, one the... specific hole. It's literally like an eight foot hole, by the way. People yeah. listening. And all of the Maximals on, like, yeah, on, minus on, the, on outside. the outside. Like staring at the hole being like, we are guarding. <laughs> yeah, they're not even trying to re- they, seemingly they're not even trying to like repair it or anything. They're just standing this... there. And so when the, the missile hits and uh, the other side and blows another hole, Optimus immediately is just like, what? What? <laughs> what? And he looks inside the hole and who's flying around in the giant computer room? Like Wasp, or not well, Waspinator, but Starscream. And he's Screaminator. Like, <laughs> the Screaminator. <laughs> and he's holding on to Black, awkwardly holding on to Black Arachnia by her gun. Yeah, but she's holding another gun. <laughs> oh, holding I I don't know. And <laughs> she usually shoots kind of like small kind of like dart like things, much like Waspinator, but she fires a missile this time. Yeah. So, they they they've been mixing up their weapons lately. But she misses. Yeah, Optimus does like like pulls his head back and and dodges, and I'm like, why? Yeah, did not she even shoot? very, not even very far. He just so, yeah, so little listeners. She aims and fires at the hole where the Maximals are poking their heads in comically, <laughs> right? Like I, I didn't even think of how humorous this is. They're poking their heads over and looking back in their base, right? Yeah. And Black Arachnia's missile is going towards Optimus, and he like woo, like last second pulls his head back, <laughs> and I'm like, why didn't she just shoot the? the wall where yeah. they're standing well whatever yeah genius plan genius plan <laughs> so optimus transforms and his face here and immediately shot this shit and immediately super apes <laughs> and he flies into the hole and then he says the line that made me laugh earlier he's like oh taken unawares i'm a fool <laughs> taken unawares taken unaware like, what okay okay sure (laughs) yeah taken unawares I'm a fool a fool damn it and somehow (laughs) a fool what what was I thinking standing here and staring at the one of two of the holes on my ship Uh, yeah okay uh and yeah, uh, Megatron's all like, at long last, Optimus Primal, we agree on something. Yes. Oh, th- there you go. So yeah, and Megatron's just in there. He's in there. Yeah. But when did that it happen? It just showed the ship. <laughs> it just showed the ship. <laughs> and the side that they flew through is like next to a cliff. When did When did Megatron get in? Not important, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, <laughs> you write backwards. <laughs> yeah, Megatron's uh, in here. Uh, so I, I gotta be honest. I, I really like this episode, but you're actually pointing out some. Uh, <laughs> it's what I do, man. You're pointing out some things that I think I was perhaps blinded to because of the fact that I like this episode. Uh huh. 
<laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. How did Megatron get there? Yep. Uh, but in there he is. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> At uh, last, we agree on something. Yeah, I, so yeah, he, he yeah. fires a laser from his... Uh, he fires a mouth laser from his uh, T-Rex. <laughs> the- <laughs> uh, for listeners, I just sent... Um, I just sent Christopher a screenshot. <laughs> of um, an Optimus face? An unsolicited Optimus face. Uh, oh my god. And it's right when he says, What? <laughs> and he's right before he maximizes. Uh, yeah, we could just Sorry. like start. We could just start an Instagram account where we just post like random Optimus faces. <laughs> and uh, did you notice that um, Megatron shoots his dinosaur head hand laser upside down? I did. Yeah. Does he? Am I? Have I just noticed this now, or is that different than how he usually shoots it? He usually shoots it upright. I think he's done it once before, though. Kind of like when you hold a gun sideways? Exactly. You know, pterosaur <laughs> style. Yeah, he's mixing it up. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like he's done it once before in the show so far. But uh, I, yeah. can't rem- I can't remember when. Yeah, Dinobot's in there, Cheetor's in there, they're all in there. and The, the gang's all here. Yeah. And there's Cheetor says some Cheetor quips, and his gun has a full auto mode for the first time. Yep. Yeah. So he As fires he, that. Yeah, he's trying to to shoot uh, uh, Screaminator, and um, he very fast. He a fast boy. Yeah. He's uh zipping around and, wow, and super that's speed very fast. Jesus. And, and then for some reason. Uh, after he's finished dodging uh, Cheetor's barrage of bullets, <laughs> he flies out of the base through, or he he zips around the room for a little bit and then flies out of the base and then through the hole and then zips around the base several times, the outside of the yeah, base like, several times. Like and it's like, why? Outside the, the battle. Yeah. To it's show like, off? I guess. And it's very fast. Like, it's like cartoonishly fast. Yeah, it's like, like, it's like ping-ponging around the screen, basically. Yeah, he's like moving at Superman speed, basically. And they're like, whoa, what's up with, with bugs for brains? <laughs> when did he learn these new moves? And he comes in and he tells them, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he comes in uh, and is all like, uh, since what? Er, yeah, because Cheetor was like, oh, when did uh, Bug Brain learn that? And yeah. Screaminator comes back and is all like, since his spark was his, or, since, since his, his exo structure, exo, right? Since his exo structure was taken over by the spark of Air Commander Starscream, and he screams this loudly. Yeah, he, scre- he screams <laughs> this. Also, I I haven't seen every episode of G One. I'm not going to pretend that I have. <laughs> I don't remember Starscream ever call referring to himself as Air Commander. Huh. Maybe he gave himself that title. I remember like the the packaging for the toy because um 
back in the early 2000s, they re-released the like original G1 Starscream figure in like the old school packaging and everything. And I remember buying it and on the back on his like stats card, it said his role was air commander. Oh, huh. But I don't remember Starscream in the cartoon ever calling himself air commander. Maybe he did. I, who knows? Let's assume. Let's assume that he that was his rank. Yep, because we'll never know, and there's <laughs> there's no way to find out. <laughs> no, no. There's there's if only there was some like network of information available <laughs> on some sort of electronic device connected to some grid. You're talking about the supercomputer, aren't you? I am. Oh wait, wrong show. <laughs> we don't have access to that though. Uh, what is this the supercomputer <laughs> where's a gamecube when you need one right uh dinobot could have used oh. one <laughs> because yeah, could have played the fuck out of mario kart wow <laughs> <laughs> i love this game <laughs> um uh. yeah so dinobot says like what starscream impossible and Me- he forgets megatron is like five feet away from him apparently because he gets shot in the back <laughs> and megatron and has another, another line. great line go, yeah go ahead <laughs> he's like oh we must pay attention dinobot otherwise dearly me look what happens he's <laughs> <laughs> such like a cheeky like gentleman this episode i know otherwise, i otherwise deary me look what happens i know like um like you're pointing out like plot holes galore in this episode, but like the the writer of this episode, like his Megatron like dialogue is on point. It's it's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> Deary me, look what happens. <laughs> you uh, get shot in the back like a bitch. <laughs> uh yeah, and they there's some shooting back and forth and uh for some reason, despite the fact that they don't really seem to be losing, uh, well, I guess Dinobot's down. So, Dinobot's down. The uh, the base is getting thrashed. Yeah, Optimus is like, okay, regroup and recover. Yeah, he takes and at the surface, shooting into the hole through the hull. Yep. Yeah, uh, Megatron. Optimus uh, takes off his face mask to get. Okay, (laughs) an eye shield instead of a mouth shield. I'll point out later when that happens. Yeah, I noticed that never been a thing before, and I don't remember it being a thing after this. Or like. Cover, cover, face. You got cover. it, boss. Yeah, boss walks <laughs> you away, and it. he's like, "I cover. I got this. <laughs> I got this. I, I cover. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I got this. I like how Optimus <laughs> picks up Dinobot, and Dinobot is like huge, like so freaking huge. It'd be like me picking up like the Rock." <laughs> if if I had another like sixty pounds of muscle, <laughs> and he wraps his arm like under Dinobots and so, it, so it's like to fly. 
It's like you if you were a six hundred pound flying gorilla. If I was to, an eight hundred pound gorilla trying to pick up a sixteen hundred pound velociraptor. Yeah, a jacked velociraptor. <laughs> and it's funny because he boosts out of there. It's the slowest I've ever seen anything move on the entire show. Like I'm like, how how is nobody shooting him? And this yeah. is funny. Uh, Pterosaur makes his appearance to block the way. He's like flying uh, like near the hole to block his escape. And Optimus yells maximum burn. He should have yelled maximal burn. I, I was and... gonna I was gonna comment about that. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes a little faster. Like instead of five kilometers an hour, he goes like ten. <laughs> but apparently uh, that 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 extra juice is just what he needed in order to uh to fly out of there and hilarious. punch pterosaur right in the face <laughs> literally just like not even quickly or anything just kind of slowly like flies his fist right into pterosaur's face pterosaur... a punch he has his arm extended which by the way has a cannon on it with a gun <laughs> Right? Yeah. Pterosaur doesn't shoot Optimus. Optimus doesn't shoot Pterosaur. <laughs> he just like super apes into Pterosaur's <laughs> face. And Pterosaur's like, ah! <laughs> and I'm like, what was, what were you thinking? <laughs> and I, I'm so confused why nobody shot at each other <laughs> in that moment. Why Pterosaur didn't just like move? Move slightly to the left. <laughs> he just stands there. And gets like slow punched, uh, and um, oh, that's not even the first time he punches <laughs> someone. And the the camera zooms out to a very destroyed and distraught looking Axelon. Oh, and the next of you to show up, Air Razor. Uh, Air Razor for the first time is here on the show, and uh, in her mom voice was my. Uh, partner pointed out um and you agree um she says something tells me this isn't just a fire drill i better go tell tigatron yeah and i'm like no you're not gonna check in with optimus okay go tell your 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 boyfriend i guess (laughs) yep and which uh... doesn't seem to affect or help the show the episode whatsoever weird so and then you get an and then you get a GoDaddy and a doordash ad <laughs> <laughs> uh so we're, we're we're on the bridge of the axelon and we actually have the predacons gathered around the dinner table yeah this is weird yeah how, how often can can you say that apparently never. once <laughs> apparently once never damn it uh, and Megatron is like comically is like celebrate, like just o- overjoyed to the point of it. I don't know. I find his pose here hilarious. He just has like both of his arms up in the air. Oh, like, just outstretched, and he's like, "Victory! The maximal base is mine." Yes, suck my dick, Optimus. <laughs> And Tarantulas is here. Don't wait. forget he exists. Optimus isn't here. Pterosaur, you do. 
But you have to pretend to be Optimus. <laughs> you have to let me call you Optimus. Yes. And after we finish, you have to wipe your mouth and say, well, that's just Prime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you may make Employee of the Month for that. <laughs> <laughs> and then <Scorponok> gasps. <laughs> he gasps because, like, uh, as we've established, the employee of the month wall is just like thirty pictures of him in a row. Yeah, thirty the same different picture pictures over and over. Or, or yeah, uh, the same thirty pictures of him over and over, and he's all like, "Huh." <laughs> Someone else is gonna go on the wall. Not on my, not on <laughs> my watch. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so all I'm the. I'm sorry, Scorponok, but you don't have delectable <laughs> lips. Seriously, check out Pterosaur's lips the next time. <laughs> you see his face. <laughs> uh, um. So sorry. Uh, the TLDR is they decide to um like conquer and divide and conquer right yes or conquer and divide first we conquered now we divide because, yeah, because... uh pterosaur bring or not pterosaur tarantulas brings up the point that if they're all there then their base is unprotected so megatron's all like well we'll all go back there and we'll leave black arachnia scorponok black arachnia and Scorponok here under the command of Starscream. Cheers. Sounds and, like a great plan. And Pterosaur is all like, Starscream, how come he gets promoted? And he gets manhandled and choked by Megatron's dinosaur hand, head, head hand. Yeah, and Megatron basically just tells him to shut up and uh, yeah. Yep, that's that's that. And I think he's got a little... Yeah, he tosses him aside. And uh, Screaminator's like, I'm just grateful I had a chance to help! And who's lounging in the background? Black Arachnia. She's like, uh-huh. Yeah, I like how she's just, like, sitting on the computer panel. With her legs crossed? Yeah. yeah and lounging? Yeah. With her legs and her arms crossed. And um, Megatron, barely trying to be secret like kind of like comically whispers just to scorponok and i like how like screaminator is straight up just staring at them as he's three feet away he's on the other side of the dinner table (laughs) right isn't he yeah he's like five feet as they're talking to one another like he he's like looking at like he can hear these motherfuckers (laughs) he's observing the conversation over here Oh, yeah, and he's like, "Well, while we are pleased with Starscream so far," and then he kind of glances over at them, <laughs> like high schoolers taught like gossiping about someone. Yeah, he's like, "We will watch him closely." I don't know if he's a good boy yet. <laughs> uh, so we're in the jungle. Yeah, the Maximals are all like in their hanging form. their heads. Yeah, yeah, chilling out at that at a campsite. Yeah. Yeah, it's what it kind of looks like to me. 
Yeah. There's even like a little like one of the there's even like a little log there that's clearly designed for you to be like sitting on. You know, you set up the the, uh, the fire pit like just a little <laughs> bit in front of it. Yeah. Um, you know? Oh, I never noticed Rhinox's ears are like folded forward like a defeated dog. <laughs> and, and uh, uh yeah. Cheetor Cheetor says the line that I alluded to earlier where I was like, Wow, you are a fucking ten year old kid. So Cheetor is like walking with his head uh, like hanging his head down and he's like, Man, I bet one of them's in my room right now going through my stuff. <laughs> Dad, I don't want them touching my stuff. <laughs> And uh, Rat Trap. This made me laugh out loud earlier. Rat Trap's like, don't take this the wrong way there, pussycat, but under the circumstances, go tell someone who cares. <laughs> Besides, they're probably rummaging through my porn stash right now. Getting their <laughs> grubby, sticky mitts on them. <laughs> uh, they find his, like, sex toy collection. What kind of experimental maximal weapon is this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, oh, but it has three speed settings. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that uh, oh god, that that that's a fanfic script. I feel like really deserves to be written. I feel like I would be good at writing that. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> um. So Dinobot is uh. Yeah, is he's on like, the ground. Yeah, he's lying on the ground. And uh, doesn't he talk about like his time in university? It's like back before I dropped out of university, I studied military history. Or is that the wrong scene? Where am I? No, no, that that's yeah. But basically, he does his typical thing of like, uh. Uh, you should have left me behind. You should have let oh, me die, right. or whatever. And you should have fought to the bitter end. Yeah, yeah. We should have left like, the base. And bitter it would have been. Yeah. But like, to what end? Like, stop, Dinobot. <laughs> what? Like, either you fight, you all survive, and you live to fight another day, or you fight to the bitter end and you lose. Like, I feel like he should be. Remember how we complained about. Dinobots like character kind of regressing. Yeah. I feel like by now he should understand the importance of a tactical retreat if it means vic overall victory. Which, which yeah, like a a a real an actual uh, military figure would understand the importance of a tactical retreat. They would know when it like when it's in their best interest to get the fuck out of Dodge. And yeah, and he even talks about reading Sun Tzu's Art of War like a minute after this. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, before I dropped out of college. I mean, back when I studied military training history. Um, yeah, because they... About, yeah, because yeah, Optimus is like... Uh, uh, apparently Waspinator is Starscream, or at least he thinks he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's and, like, uh, but but not much is known about him because uh, his files oh. were classified by the Maximal Elders. Yeah, what the fuck? Why? Yeah, why uh, indeed? Uh, 
and uh, it's not appara- like the episode will explain why, but <laughs> <laughs> no. But apparently, um, uh, Dinobot went to special, uh, special history. Yeah, uh, Dinobot. College. Dinobot went to uh, to to a Predacon community college. <laughs> therefore, he was able. To he was allowed a, to. He he was able to take a course on Starscream. Uh, Starscream and why um, betrayal is. Uh, let me let me think of this. Starscream uh, military training one hundred and one. Uh, Starscream and why. Uh, De- w- and why the Decepticons were deceived. There we go. Woo. Had to Intro- on there. Introductory. Okay. Uh, Introductory military strategy. 101. Starscream and you. In- introductory <laughs> military strategy and chain and chain of command and the usurping of chain of the chain of command oh there you there, go there, there we go. go yeah yeah Intro- yeah introduction to military strategy and the usurping of the chain of command chapter Feature- one star Featuring- and why he sucks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so this is the the co- this is the the class that uh dinobot took as an elective when he went to uh uh, Sprott Shaw Predacon College. <laughs> yeah, and uh, when he wasn't playing hacky sack or getting laid, uh, he he was barely paying attention to this class. But he does remember that Starscream was apparently deceitful and scheming. The most notorious traitor of them all, apparently. Which... Well, I think Pterosaur has some words to say about that. <laughs> Which I mean, like, given that these are the Decepticons, like Starscream being the most notorious traitor of all of them, and being deceitful and scheming, like that's that's quite an honor, <laughs> right? It's like being okay. the king of thieves. Okay, so I just got to the Optimus face that I was that I was. Uh, mentioning earlier i'm gonna take a screenshot of it because i i'm gonna i'm gonna make it the show art the one with him fondly looking oh that's a good one (laughs) yeah that's great wow (laughs) yeah (laughs) so like like i said in like episode one they made him a, a gorilla because they could do extraordinary things with his face. So, listeners, uh, uh, the what we are talking about right now is uh, what will be the show art. Yeah, you'll see. So, yeah, check that out. Or rather, you've already seen. And, uh, yeah. In the uh, future Optimus, past. Optimus does a big think. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> cuts the Tigatron <laughs> wandering around aimlessly. As he does. <laughs> Yeah, and because he's literally the only like Siberian tiger that's not in the frozen north, in the taiga biome. Yeah. Uh, the uh, air razor finds him. Yeah, air razor swoops in, and uh, my partner actually watched this episode with me earlier, and she said 
<laughs> she commented. She was like, that's not how birds work. <laughs> oh, she hovers like a Harrier jet. <laughs> yeah. And just kind of like slowly flaps her wings and just hovers there. <laughs> <laughs> that is not how birds work. <laughs> uh, but yep. uh, birds also aren't maximal, so or, nor can they talk. So, yeah, huh, she was funny. like, uh, "That's a good catch." She, she was like, "That is how that is how robot birds work." <laughs> yeah, that's how drones work. <laughs> um, so we're back at the. Uh, Oh yeah, she she fills Tigatron in on what's going on. Not really. That is the shittiest relayed message ever. Yeah. She's like, news update from your spy in the sky. And Tigatron doesn't say anything. I like to think this wasn't Tigatron. <laughs> it's just a, a tiger. Just a random tiger. Yeah. Oh. Because he turns his head and she's like, half the Preds just left the base. And guess who's in charge? And then she flies away. No back and forth, nothing. She flies away. You know, that could be like, I could see that actually being a legitimate concern. Depending on how uh, how lifelike they are in, in beast form. Like, them confusing, like, actual animals with their pals. Well, as we've seen, Cheetor looks and is the right size, like one for one, looks like the cheetahs on the planet. Yeah. Um, Rat Trap does except not. They freak out, except they freak out when he talks to them. Well, yeah, because he spoke in English. <laughs> <laughs> uh, their eyes bulged out of their heads. Rat Trap is way, way too big for a rat. Uh, but otherwise, most of them... Oh, and the bugs, of course, are obviously gigantic. But yeah. um, yes, I, I assume thank, Optimus thank, is the size of a thank, gorilla. Thank God, <laughs> truly, thank God that there are no spiders that big in the world. Like, hallelujah! Oh man, different, <laughs> uh, different um, pre- uh, predator hierarchy for sure. For <clears throat> insects and arachnids that big, yeah. Yeah, I guess in the what was it? Jurassic Cretaceous period, um, insects were much, much, much larger because there was more oxygen in the mm. air. Yeah, and uh, the way they breathe is kind of like they just kind of like compress their abdomen or their thorax and then uncompress it, and it forces air in and out, so they don't actually have lungs. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they were bigger because there was more oxygen available. Yeah, uh, bugs can't hold their breath. Most of them. Well, blow me down. (laughs) Um, Insect and arachnid (laughs) fact of the day. (laughs) If you hold a wasp underwater, it will drown very quickly. (laughs) You don't say. I Uh, never did. I never did such a thing when I was a kid. Speaking of bugs. Uh, oh, yeah. We're we're back at the maximal base, and uh, uh, Lady Arachnia and uh, Screaminator. Are She's talking. chatting them up. Yeah, they're they're chatting, uh, and he is basically like, "Listen, lady, 
I think you're cool and all, but like, it feels like you're not telling me something here. Yeah. And she's like, more like something you're not telling us. Uh, you didn't get blasted to scrap metal by Unicron, or by Unicron. You got blasted by Galvatron after you betrayed him. And, and he loses his shit here. It, yeah, and he's like, basically like hell like, screams at her. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Uh, actually. If you if you listen with uh, the sound on, yeah, he steps forward and screams like really loud, and you're like, "Whoa, dude, calm down." And yeah. says how Galvatron was a fool and how he deserves to lead. Yeah, and she's like, basically... "Whoa, whoa, buddy, chill." Yeah, yeah. Basically, like, fuck that guy. I told you not to talk about your ex around me. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, "He's like, how come you didn't rat me out?" And she's like, "Well, I thought that maybe you could make me a better offer than Mega Dump." And she winks <laughs> at him, and then like, like walks away, and he like puts a hand on her shoulder and he's like, Ooh, my greedy and like self and only in it for yourself. My kind of girl. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then I find this like really funny. Um, and he's, Oh, and she's like walking with her hips swaying and he's like, I think I found myself a protege and Scorponok, like third wheel Scorponok, like pokes his head around the corner. <laughs> as if he was like listening the whole time I mean he should have it's a hallway yeah like they must have the worst hearing sometimes and okay like, um, go ahead. It, in this shot black arachnia randomly has one of her like spider eyes that's on the top and back of her head it's randomly on her right cheek what yeah check it out where are we it's on her right cheek. Oh, At her, when she says, "I thought you might make me a better offer." One of oh. one of one of her eyes, looks, the gold. Yeah, yeah. See, we were just talking about the different things we notice. You notice the the transformers, the discrepancies in their animations and stuff. I notice the plot holes. Oh, it looks like her cheek is clipping through the black yeah. part of her helmet. Which is funny because I'm the one who studied screenwriting, film, and like film theory and all of that. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes people have different talents. Mine is shitting all over <laughs> the plot of something. Speaking of talents, uh, and uh, you know, noticing the Transformers, uh, Black Arachnia's boobs look particularly nice in this scene. Do they? Oh, uh, I, I, uh, do they? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it they, just a personal statement, or you mean they're different? <laughs> uh, you like yeah. it, is what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> they look uh, particularly pointy. <laughs> a, a quick little anecdote, actually. Um, today, while I was at work, uh, today being the the time that we're the day that we're recording, uh, when I was at work, I was talking. Uh, with a couple of my coworkers about the uh, the transformers that I had recently purchased, and we were talking about the like how great they were and like how like how poseable they were and all of that, and we were talking about the upcoming uh, War for Cybertron Kingdom figures, which are going to feature a number of characters from Beast Wars. 
And uh, one of my coworkers who uh, actually listens to this show every now and then. So shout out to him. He knows oh, who he cool. is. You know who you are. <laughs> um, he pointed out, he was like, he was like, yeah, I've been looking at pictures of all of those. And I got to say, I think black arachnea is, is uh, probably the best, uh, the, the best model because, you know, like when she's in beast form, like as a spider, I'm like, Ugh, no, no, <laughs> get away. And I'm like, and I say exact, like very quickly, I'm like, not to mention dem titties. <laughs> <laughs> and he just like throws his arms up in the air and like turns around and walks away and exits the conversation. <laughs> I mean, and me and me and my other—he was gonna say right. Me and my other coworker are just like laugh, laughing uproariously. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not to mention them today. Not to mention them today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then me and uh, oh yeah, they—they've got transformer nipples on the end of them. And then me and uh, uh, the the coworker ac- who actually stuck around ended up talking about Black Arachnia's boobs for about a minute or two. Huh. <laughs> uh, it's good times. Anyway, wow, they did do a good job with her. Jesus. So I was looking at like HD, like ultra close up pictures of <laughs> Enhance. Megatron. Enhance. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, Megatron looks like fucking dope as hell too. Enhance, 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 <laughs> enhance, enhance. <laughs> dun 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 dun. Fish and mailed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh. Oh man. Yeah, so uh yeah, Lady Arachnia and uh uh Screaminator are they walk uh, off hand in hand. Yeah, they're they they're and going the steady apparently. And Scorponok is like, uh M- Mr. Starscream, the Maximals are approaching. Yep. And uh yeah, it cuts to the outside of the ship and yep. Rhinox is like hauling uh like a what would you call that? Like a stretcher, like a, a homemade like wilderness stretcher made out of. There's a name for it. I can't remember what it is though. A little medical holdy stretcher thing. Yeah. And um, Rhinox is like dragging like an injured Dinobot. They're all in their beast form, the Maximals, and they're approaching the ship peacefully. But also, <laughs> because reasons, Tigatron is here. Yep. When did he oh, meet is up? Is it just with a them? tiger? Uh, apparently off screen right now. <laughs> because Air Razor was like, Squawk! Half the base is. <laughs> so where's Air Razor then? Flying around. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. there, there's some weird there's some weird shit going on here. Yeah, there Yeah, it, there's uh, Okay, so there's continuity issues in this episode. Uh-huh. What I'll, what I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yep. Yeah, so Optimus transforms and is all like, yo, Starscream, we're here to surrender. 
and all the Maximals hang their head in shame. And even like 10 year old me was like, I think they pretended. And it becomes obvious very soon because Rat Trap and Dinobot bicker. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Rat Trap's like, uh, would you you lie down? You're supposed to be half dead. And Dinobot Dinobot snaps at him and says, and says, if you don't shut up, Rodent, you shall become my role model. I. This episode, like the dialogue in this episode, is pretty pretty damn good. Yeah, I like that. Tiger Tron. Yeah, it is. And he puts up his little rat fists, and he's like, "Why, Yoda?" And kind of like when like your mom or dad like gives you just that look, and two kids are like, "Oh shit!" And like they know know to behave. Yeah, Tiger Tron. Parent. Tiger Tron gives them that look and like kind of growls. Snarls at them. them. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then they both kind of knock it off. <laughs> I love that. And here's the funny thing is, I like to think that that's actually not Tigatron. It's still just a tiger. It's <laughs> there. Uh, yeah, yeah, he still hasn't said anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> so who's to say it's even Tigatron? <laughs> just this random tiger who's decided to hang out with them and follow them around. Yeah, well, a bird, you know, like caught at him and... <laughs> He decided to meet up <laughs> rat, oh. and rat trap. Uh, he kind of complains and he's like, if it ain't the dinosaurs up your nose, it's the felines. <laughs> yeah. And uh, who come down the, uh, the one and only infamous um, legendary platform <laughs> legendary. It's the platform at the maximal base. <laughs> And there's three Predacons on it. I feel like that was a stupid move, but because <laughs> they're all there. Yeah. Now here's another thing that I pointed out while I was watching it a second time with my partner. How many Maximals are right there? Five, six. Yeah, about air yeah, razors yeah. out of sight, right? Yeah. There's three Predacons right there, and they all left the ship. They could just all maximize right now and take them out. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> we'll just go with it. Yeah, but there. Uh, Optimus is um, doing his best acting voice, and he's like, "We don't have a choice. Dinobots taking heavy damage." He says out loud, and uh, Screaminator's like, "You need access to the CR chamber." So. Optimus is a is much better at doing Shakespeare in the park than Dino Clone was a few episodes ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is weird because that clone was made to be particularly deceptive, but it was a yeah. recreation of Dinobot's personality, which means Dinobot is a terrible actor. <laughs> or at least Dino Clone is. <laughs> uh He'll get his big big break someday. <laughs> no, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. He was literally eaten alive. Uh, Probably uh, screaming, begging for mercy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Being eaten by somebody who looks like you. <laughs> I uh. think I've had a nightmare about that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, 
that's uh that's dark there, there's there's some uh nightmare feel for you oh yes uh, so they negotiate and what they decide to do is they decide to take optimus and just uh raptorbot dinobot um on yeah because because screaminator is all like what's in this for me yeah they come and, to a quid pro quo and, and optimus uh, is like we'll do whatever you want which and is for, yeah. pretty nebulous, but... Get over here and suck my dick! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> In front of everyone, right here, and now. Well, I think Optimus would have been like, Maximals! And Rattrap doesn't transform, and he's just like, Hey, pal, a deal's a deal. A deal's a deal. <laughs> Besides, I uh, I kind of want to see this. <laughs> now put up a shut up, you big <laughs> ape. <laughs> you big ape. Uh, Screaminator turns to Lady Arachne and she's as if he's like teaching his protege. He's like, lesson one: always show compassion. Uh, always show compassion if it's useful. Cover for your true motives. Yep. But Scorpionok is beside him. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Well, he knows they've gone steady, so yeah. he saw it. He saw it go down. Yeah. I saw they were holding hands, Megatron. <laughs> and um, uh, go ahead. Inside the uh, the maximal base, uh, we see a CR chamber and Dinobots in it, and he's moving around like <sighs> it's bad acting. Yeah, it, it it's a weird animation. Like just the way he's like moving, or I don't know. It, it I'm is. like, like you you'd think he would just be like lying there or something. He's, but he's acting tired and injured, but like acting badly. But yeah, he's like kind of weirdly like swaying around, and yeah. Who is me? For I am injured. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. Uh, okay, so yeah, let's so the, TLDR this yeah, uh, they, little scene here. So the um, CR Screaminator, chamber, yeah, so, the CR chamber closes. Yeah, and uh, Screaminator is basically like, "Well, you were a fucking idiot for trusting me, so uh, yeah, Scorpion, uh, disarm him and lock him up. Word for chain, word, chain him up in the hold. Yeah, what he says is, uh, what does he say? Disarm him, force him to transform, and then chain him in the hold or somewhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or somewhere. <laughs> Which made me laugh earlier. In the hold or somewhere. And Optimus, like, narrows his eyes. We find out that or somewhere is apparently in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> I got him good, boss. three preds are uh like up where sentinels guns are yeah on top of the ship like within gunshot range they're still outnumbered yeah well what the fuck do i know um <laughs> and he's like we have the the raptor and your boss he... yeah, see? they'll be destroyed unless you listen to us see <laughs> he he uh he announces he begins his speech by saying attention fools <laughs> uh-huh and then uh tigertron does talk 
So it's not just a random tiger. <laughs> well, maybe says, the random yeah. tiger left when Tigatron showed up. Oh, that, that's true. And he was like, wait, there's two Tigatrons? And one just kind of like roars and runs away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tigatron's like, who is that guy? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, Tigatron's like, we had a deal. <laughs> and um, Screaminator's like, huh. If you want to save your comrades... now we have another one, yeah. Yeah. You're going to listen to me, see? You'll attack the Predacon base, see? Yeah, real good. <laughs> attack the Pred base? What is this? The crossover and, episode? And, and Scorpion's like, it's called treachery! And uh, opens he up one of his... his claw missile at him. And then, speaking of missiles... Uh, Black Arachnia shoots him with one of her arrows. Yeah, and he crossed countries. I was just going to say, and I even said this when I was watching the episode uh, with my partner. I'm like, oh, Scorponok just got cross-country missiled. But with a, like a, one of the Arachnid, like, hook weapons. Yeah. And you actually can tell that he kind of soars off in the distance because the camera cuts to Rat Trap and he, like, comically, his eyes, like, follow the trajectory of Scorponok. Oh, and then he hits the ground. Okay, not quite cross country. He just goes for a ride. It's, uh. The cross country missile is more of, uh. Uh, is more, it's more of, of a, a feeling. <laughs> It's more of a, a an idea than an actual uh, an actual. It's more than a feeling. Uh, when I, I like hear it. those old songs. <laughs> when I hear that old missile, take me away. <laughs> um, Rat Trap for some reason like wags his fake finger like a disapproving mother. And he's yeah, like, and he... you, you, you're nothing but a scheming snake in the grass. Yeah. Yeah, strong words there, Rattrap. Strong words. <laughs> Flattery will get you flattened, Shay. <laughs> You'll do what I say, Shay. <laughs> How dare well, you? Now, here's the thing. Now it's four versus two. Uh-oh. R- right? They just took out one of their own? Like, I feel like they could take them right now. But they don't. But they uh, don't. They follow through with the plan. Yeah, so we're in the hallway, and uh, Optimus is... Uh, I love this scene. He's, like, bolted. Like, giant metal clasps are, like, screwed? <laughs> Literally screwed into the wall. Yeah. Right? And he's all, like, betrayed. Just surrounding his... Um, there's one surrounding his torso and like two on one on each arm. He's all like betrayed, shackled, and chained. In other words, so far, so good. And then he just like manage- this is great. He just yeah. grunts a little and flexes and almost with like minimal effort rips his <laughs> the fucking giant like iron like clasps off and he flexes his chest doesn't even use his hands he just flexes his chest three times and busts out of his like like abdomen restraints this is like the easiest i've ever seen anyone break out of anything and i'm like did you guys forget he's an 800 pound gorilla (laughs) yeah you guys forget they they can like rip trees out out of the ground by the 
by the roots with one arm? Yeah. Apparently they forgot that Optimus was a gorilla. <laughs> like, literally, he it's shown that he's stronger than, than Megatron. Yeah. Despite the size difference. And yet, okay. Like, I can't believe how easily he just fucking broke out of that. <laughs> uh... And where is he? Next to the dun-dun-dun-dun... The weapons stash that they conveniently placed underneath the floorboards earlier in the episode. Yeah, underneath the armored flooring. And I, you know what's coming was full humorous. circle? Yeah, I was like, man, wouldn't it be great if he just grabbed like Cheetor's gun? <laughs> I thought that exact same thing oh, earlier. Because yeah. <laughs> when he looks down, the first thing you see is Cheetor's gun. Yeah. Apparently, he reattaches his like forearm shotgun blasters which are which is cool but i think it would be funnier if he had to like improvise with cheetor's gun or like grab one of rhinox's gats that would have been cool or both he just dual wields them yeah one for long range one for up close yeah that'd be sweet and uh yeah the maximals are now attacking the predacon base the original the og predacon base yep the dark side and uh, it zooms out and shows that as they're attacking, it's, it's actually a monitor with Black Arachnia and uh, Starscream watching it. And I'm like, what are they watching? Like, what, what is this image being filmed, like, cast on? Yeah, because, I mean, they, <laughs> they blew away the, uh, the guy who had uh, cyber bees that right? would allow them to do this. So what are they watching, this cinematic cam? And it's like slowly panning like a drone. (laughs) I'm like, how are they watching this? (laughs) Whatever. Well, we'll never know. There's an awkward moment where they're staring into each other's eyes, and I'm like, now kiss. There's always more gullible than you. They're always more gullible than you'd hope. And I'm like, are they? These are very specific lessons. Yeah. Like, these are lessons specific to a very small set of circumstances. Circumstances. I have a feeling... (laughs) Wait a second, Starscream. Are you making these lessons up as you go? (laughs) Yeah. Wait Uh... a nano-click. And Optimus (laughs) is like... Optimus slams down on the dinner table. And he's like... Lesson three, disregard lessons one and two. And he pumps a shotgun. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, as as much as there are plot holes in it, the dialogue is well written. Yeah. He blows up Rat Trap's chair. <laughs> uh and uh, I like how they're like, he's no match for the both of us. And literally 10 seconds later, they're like, retreat, <laughs> we're no match for him. <laughs> oh, you know what I just noticed is that um, um, uh, the Predacon symbol that's normally on the, the su- on either side of Waspinator's head, oh, like on the back of his head, it's a Decepticon symbol, symbol now. Yeah, I just I noticed, noticed that. that earlier, but I forgot to comment on it. Yeah. yeah, cool. Well, straight up, yeah. It's a neat little detail. Yeah, because um, his symbols are usually on the side of his his head. Yeah. Cool. And it yeah, it shows a lot of close-ups of his head to give the viewer that. Oh, yeah. 
glad yeah. we mentioned that. And like the great ape that he is, he hangs off of the chandelier. <laughs> kind of like swings around like as he's shooting them, dodging shots. And he's like, how about we make this a double date? And dun, 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 dun. He, he sh- this is so weird. He shoots the CR chamber like near the door and the floor and it doesn't damage it whatsoever, but it conveniently opens up the door and Dinobot transforms and jumps out. Yeah. Very impressive, Optimus Primal. But I still have my wits and my superior speed. And he just fucks off. Yeah. <laughs> and Black Arachne is like, wait, what? <laughs> Seriously, dick? Th- uh, and she shoots her like little uh, grapple gun thing and zips away. And then, well, uh, you're not getting your dick sucked anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she, oh yeah, she Batman's away. Literally I forgot about yeah. that. She yeah. grapple hooks away. And then, uh, Optimus like super apes in pursuit. And then and this Dino- is the part where, and then Dinobot just like kind of looks off. Uh, he goes, huh? <sighs> I'm like, uh, what, what is he thinking of? And for some reason, we, we've we already mentioned it once. You might as well mention it again. We get, like, a Metal Gear Solid, like, like prone, like, crawl across, like, no man's land yep. in front of the dark side. For some... I, I don't understand parts of this episode. So it's just Rat Trap and Cheetor. No one else. Like, crawling on their belly... Like inching closer and closer to the the Predacon base. <laughs> I don't know why they're doing this because there are no Predacons and defending the base, and nothing's firing at them. And then they get spotted by security cameras. <laughs> yeah, giant motion activated like spotlights like turn on. Yeah, this is so weird and awkward. And they gasp and they like look at each other, and their mouths hang open and they don't move. And finally, remember like a million episodes ago when they were like, ah, these automated guns can detect and fire upon maximal energy signatures. Yep. And we're like, oh, can't wait to see those. Yeah. And we didn't. Well, there's like six of them on the the ship now. Seven, eight, a bunch. Well, it only took three months, but finally we're here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Also, they had one out in the wild before, not attached to the ship. So, yeah. so presumably they could set these up anywhere, and it would randomly fire on the Maximals. Uh, I guess it would need a power source. Anyways, um, they kind of do nothing for a while, and they both shout because they're the youngest of the group. They're like, Uncle Rhinox, help! And then yeah. it cuts to Uncle Rhinox, like, screaming, <laughs> shooting both of his cats. Yeah, as uh, uh, Rat Trap and Cheetor flee for their lives. Very comically, like, flee from their lives. <laughs> and the, Rhinox the is like, This is suicide! We gotta pull back! And then Air Razor's Almost there. Almost out of beer! <laughs> Air Razor's there. For, for, she wasn't there oh, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and she was shooting her wrist, like, launchers at it. Yeah. and They all run away. And hide behind rocks. <laughs> which yep. is a, a theme on the show. <laughs> yep. And Starscream randomly shows up, and he's like, what are you... Yeah, what what are you doing, she? I ordered you attack the Predacon, she? But all, Optimus is also here, even though I thought Starscream was much faster, but what the fuck do I know? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's been gloating about his speed, his superior. It showed speed him ping ponging around like very fast. Yeah. But Optimus I, well, was seconds behind him. <laughs> well, I, 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 I guess to get I get back to the base. Give me a break. <laughs> I guess Optimus just uh, screamed maximal burn, and uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, I guess here I we guess. are. <laughs> I have to tell you, Starscream, you're giving space debris a very bad name. And Starscream's like, "For fuck, can you fuck off, Prime?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Rhinox is all like, "I'd oh, say, I'd say it's trampling time," <laughs> and I'm like, "Not." clobbering time well he's a rhino and rhinos trample yeah yeah <laughs> okay he, and then he turns to cheetor and he's like uh, i'm just trying it out you know how <laughs> <laughs> and rat trap like kind of shrugs and he's like i'm just trying it out <laughs> trampling time get it because i'm a rhinox I'm, I'm a rhino i'm a rhinox <laughs> Rhinos trample, don't they? <laughs> he like looks around. And he's like, "Ah, whoa, hey, <laughs> audience, jeez." <laughs> yeah, man, I'd say that... man, tough room we got around here. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> they're they're trying it out. <laughs> man, you know, I was uh, I I was singing uh song Wonderwall by Oasis back there, and uh, a friend asked me if I would stop, and I said maybe. <laughs> I said maybe. <laughs> oh, he he smiles really funny and like holds his gat up. And Optimus is like, "No, leave him to me." <laughs> and uh he he flies off. And all of a sudden, Starscream is like not doing the one thing that his strength is. It showed him before dodging shots easily. Yeah, flying around, he's stationary, hovering in the air, just shooting at Optimus, and Optimus and is a fucking terrible shot, apparently. Like probably worse than Waspinator. Yes, because Waspinator has hit Optimus multiple times on the show. <laughs> so Optimus is casually like dodging as he's flying towards Starscream. Again, Starscream's just standing still. I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> And this is so great. And Optimus, like... Another flying fist. Why, Iata? But he winds his fist up? Like a Popeye fucking cartoon? Like if you cut to 18, like, 05? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, like, winding his fist up. And he just punches Wasp... Or, sorry, Starscream right in the head. <laughs> I can get behind um, Optimus just punching people. I really like that. Like the, he has guns, yeah. <laughs> but presumably, guns aren't in this case. Like he, he absolutely okay. What is this damn weird like stylus that appeared right in front of the monitor inside I, the dark side? I, I was wondering that earlier too. Yeah, I've seen it multiple times now, and what it seems to be doing here is just putting a target on Waspinator. Yeah, I, I don't really get what it's there for. Maybe it's linked to their newfangled auto-targeting weapon system. I don't know. Yeah. What we're talking about, uh, listeners, is there's just this metallic device that like hovers over the monitors in the dark side. 
And it zooms out and it shows that uh, Starscream's just been defeated by Optimus and his head kind of like is smushed in against a, a rock. And mm-hmm. uh, presumably one of the security cameras. Megatron is um, watching this on like a, a camera. And uh, yeah, he says, uh, what does he say? I'll have both their treacherous hides. Referring yeah. to... Yeah, he, he's all like... Ugh. Star screaming black arachnia. Yeah. As if like he he's just found out that they're dating and he's all <laughs> pissed about it. Nobody no imp, no inter employee dating on my watch. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll melt them down and use them for aluminum siding. And I'm like, oh, that's yes. enough. <laughs> Oh, oh yes, yes, indeed. indeed. <laughs> and I'm like, that's awfully specific. Like, specifically aluminum siding? Yeah. I mean... Not like weapon parts, or... I mean, aluminum siding was pretty big in the 90s. <laughs> was it? So, Oh, yeah, yeah. For what? Vehicles? TVs? Uh, ha- what are we talking about? For houses. Yeah. Oh, was that a thing? Yeah, it was a thing. Oh. What like easier to maintain or clean or yeah water water beaded off of it or something? Yeah, and it was cheap. Okay, uh, so he's saying that they're cheap and he's going to turn them into uh, siding for <laughs> the ship, presumably for the base. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, and uh, we go back to the fight in real time, and rejoined Optimus pointing as hand cannon at i kind of just wanted him to like front mount like waspinator and just start mma pounding on his on his face just punching him apart but a man can dream yeah and um, uh they have a mexican standoff they both point their weapons at each other yeah and uh uh screaminator like kind of half-heartedly tries to like reason with optimus yeah he's like oh she i i we're friends right buddy <laughs> and then, yeah, uh, i can cut you in on the deal and then he he notices black arachnia what an idiot yeah off in the distance off in the distance like standing awkwardly on top of a rock like, yeah it is awkward and oh, like what? she's not on top of the rock um she's on the very tip of the dark side. So what the it fuck is she in. doing up there? Uh yeah, if you cut to the 18 like 50 mark, she's on the the cuz part of the ship juts out into the sky. She's on the ship. I don't know what she's doing up there, but she's very awkwardly like squatting. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "Now, Black Arachnia, we can rule together." And she's like, are all your dreams in Technicolor? Get it? Which, because uh, he's old? Yeah. Eh? Eh? Yeah. I Which was it. like a, a color format, like back in the... Jesus, what, the 70s? 60s? 60s and 70s, yeah. yeah. The first it time went... I watched that, I was like, what? I don't get it. And then I was like, oh, right. Now in Technicolor. I remember um, Batman. Yeah, he yeah. Used to say that, yeah. 
Yeah, it was pretty common for shows that were actually uh, shot in color. They would say, like, usually, like, right on the intro, like, on the title card for the show, they would say, like, it would say, you know, like... um, Now in Technicolor or Technicolor, and it would, the letters would have different colors. Yeah, yeah, and it would, yeah, it would say the title of the show, like, Dragnet or something like that, and it would be, like, in, in glorious Technicolor. Yeah, like you said, like uh, each letter of the word Technicolor would be a different color. Uh-huh. Um, they they ended up dropping that by like the mid seventies. Yeah, so haha, <laughs> he's old. <laughs> yeah, and uh, for some reason, he's not afraid of a uh, uh, two guns being pointed at him. I gotta say, he- that is not a joke that eleven year olds would get. Oh, <laughs> I didn't get it. <laughs> all I knew, well, part of me did and part of me didn't. Like one show I watched when I was young was uh the original run of uh Adam West as Batman. That show is glorious. So I knew, yeah. So I knew that like Technicolor was like an old-timey like like uh TV kind of thing. Like yeah, a new yeah. type of like color when most TV was in black and white presumably. Yeah, yeah I knew that too. Um but I, I like I, I knew of Technicolor when I was a kid because like I watched a lot of Mash and the early episodes of Mash would say that at the end in the credits. Ah. Um, but I like I didn't get the the joke that Black Arachne was making. Oh yeah, there was a lot of jokes that ten year old me probably didn't get from the show. Yeah, but now that I'm rewatching it, I'm like, oh, I get it. Ha <laughs> ha, he old. Yeah, and uh, Screaminator, apparently having two guns pointed at him isn't enough. He looks behind him, and there's some energon crystals jutting out of the rock behind him. Yeah. And he kind of yells, like, energon! Ah! And I think he begins to go into stasis lock, like the... Well, he starts he short. short. Sorry, he, he starts, starts shorting, short, out, yeah. shorting out, yeah. Um, meaning that stasis lock is in, like, a minute or so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and uh, he screams, you betrayed me, to Black Arachnia. And she's like, I studied with the master. And I'm like, is he? <laughs> is he the master? I feel like a uh, juiced up pterosaur had a better run. But whatever. I mean, Starscream did take over the maximal base briefly. Which yeah, is for a hot more... minute. Yeah, I, but it's still, it's more than any anyone else okay. on the show can say <laughs> true he's ambitious yeah I, and he is technically smarter than pterosaur technicolorly Te- the best kind of technical <laughs> uh, and, yeah, uh, so she shoots she, she shoots, shoots a missile thing yeah and we get a slow motion shot of it like flying in the air and like uh, back and forth like intercuts of the missile and screaminators like face and in uh, absolute terror and it rapidly cuts between like optimus and and uh starscream and then um fuck man the writing for the dialogue in this optimus is like hasta la vista starscream which, if you ever needed any evidence that this is a show from the mid '90s, like that line, like just seals it right there. Yeah, and then uh, he activates his eye 
<laughs> shields, which he's never had before, not his mouth shield, and flies away. <laughs> this is the part we were talking about earlier. Yeah, he's like hostile Vista Starscream, and then literally fucking puts on shades. Oh, that's what. Okay, it's not a mistake. It's shades. I, yeah, I. Okay, so I, I just got here. that. They are literally fucking sunglasses. Yeah. holy shit oh my god okay i just caught that before i thought it was like a we- remember we were making fun of the intern <laughs> yeah 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 no, yeah, no, they're shades. yeah. it's not just um like where his eyes are they cover the whole area that like that blocks his eye like above his like face shield thing. yeah yeah oh, they're shades my- Oh my god. Yeah, Optimus is like hostile so he puts on... Starscream. He puts on fucking shades. <laughs> oh, you're right. They're semi-transparent and they don't cover the whole area. They're actually shades. Yeah, they are. They're totally. They're sunglasses. <laughs> he puts on sunglasses and pieces out. Okay, that's... Oh, that's hilarious. Something you can't catch when you're watching it live on, on cable, right? Yeah. Oh no, it's it's sunglasses. Okay, people listening, sunglasses actually come down, out of Optimus's helmet, and he any like, prime jets away. Yeah. Okay. I. That's great. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this episode, for all its plot holes and uh, uh, continuity problems, uh, this episode's amazing. <laughs> the the um, the dialogue really sets it apart. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, Screaminator. Yeah, Screaminator blows up a lot, presumably because there was a energon deposit in the the rock that. Uh, Black Arachnia shot. Uh, and it shows them all putting Humpty Dumpty back together again. <laughs> and Waspinator says... In his uh, real voice. In his real voice, because uh, uh, apparently Starscream is gone. Yeah. Waspinator says my favorite line of his in the entire <laughs> series. And anytime I do just a random Waspinator impression, this is the <laughs> line I always say. He says, Oh, Waspinator has a headache in his home body. <laughs> That's when my partner was like, Aww. <laughs> He's so cute. <laughs> Waspinator has a headache in his home body. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally, it, like straight up my favorite uh, Waspinator quote in this entire series. <laughs> Um, when I was a kid, I was like, ha ha ha. But like adult me understands that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. On a, on a fundamental level. <laughs> and um, you'd think it would require like, you know, robotics and like, you know, like uh, welding torch and like circuitry repair. Nope. Megatron just like slams his head back into his torso. Like he's Lego or something. Yeah. And uh, Lady Arachnia is all like, oh, it was the only way I had to play along with Starscream to figure out his true intentions. And she like clicks her her paws together as she says that. <laughs> and um, I, I like how savvy, like Megatron isn't dumb this episode, which I like. And he's like, hmm, you're smooth, Lady Arachnia. Very smooth. 
as he's like sc- presumably screwing like Waspinator's head back on off screen. Yeah. And he turns to her and he's like, it does not inspire confidence. No. And he like grimaces. So he's like, yeah, okay, I'm going to buy that line. I'm not going to turn you into aluminum like siding. But I mean, don't fuck with me. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, who's back at the uh, Axelon repairing their favorite chair? <laughs> Rat Trap for like the seventh time in this season is <laughs> like screwing his chair back in place. And he says the line, he's like, yeah, neighbors, you invite them over and look what happens. <laughs> they touch your shit. <laughs> they mess with your chair. It's terrible. Yeah. Home sweet home. They hang out and, in your room uh, and go through your stuff. And my <laughs> hey, my sex toys are all missing. <laughs> I I mean my uh, you know my experimental servo, weapons, my servo tools. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my servo tools. Uh. <laughs> And then it cuts to uh, Scorponok in his lab, and he's like, I can't figure these darn founded things out. (laughs) (laughs) And then you just hear a vibration sound. (laughs) Uh, As the the camera does that, like, little... Comical, like, uh, swipe out inwards. Yeah, I I can't remember. It's a it's a type of screen wipe. It's a type of transition. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like where they, where blackness basically like, like in a circular motion, like engulfs the screen. Yeah. Like a circle wipe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what they're called, but yeah, like the Looney Tunes, like circle wipe that they've done multiple times on the show. Yeah. And And it it does that with like comical music playing. (laughs) Do, 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 do. <laughs> As it shows Scorpionox scratching his head. Yeah. Um, uh, well, the, the actual ending to the episode. Uh, this is this is the episode that you need to get writing, good sir. Oh well, I have the yeah, I have the I have a different cut than you do. Yeah. Uh, I must be watching a different. Will we ever let that go? No. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So what? actually happens is uh cheetor says some cheetor bullshit and he looks up at the sky it says twinkle twinkle little star scream and we we cut to space and the spark of star scream is screaming through space and he's like if it even if it takes a thousand years i'll be revenged on you all (laughs) oh yeah i'll get my revenge no, it but literally says, I'll be revenged I'll on you be all. I'll be revenged on you all. Yeah, I'm like, that's a weird way of phrasing that, but all right. I feel like vengeance will be mine would have been a better line, but hey, what you going to do? I'll get my revengeance. All right. Speaking of revengeance, we have a brand new rating system. Oh, yes. Yes. We are at the end of the episode now. Episode done. Yeah, so we uh, going forward, uh, we have decided we are going to rate the episodes on a uh, three point scale. Uh, Every episode going forward, Uh, we are going to rate it on the too much energon scale, 
which is uh, starting from the first one. Starting from uh, not enough energon, which means basically anything from episodes not that great to it just outright sucks to sufficient energon, which is anything from uh, it's okay to you know decent, pretty the good filler, yeah, yeah, not not great, but also not bad to. Too much energon, which is anything from, oh, this was a great episode to, oh man, this was the best episode ever. And for very certain special circumstances, should we ever encounter such an episode, <laughs> there is the special no energon. <laughs> Absolutely no <rating>. energon. <laughs> Absolutely no energon, which is literally the worst episode ever. There's an episode coming up that I suspect I will rate as such. <laughs> so stay tuned for that. So on the too much energon scale, Cal, what do you give possession? It's it's a too much energon. Nice. For me. Uh yeah. the dialogue sells it. At this point, like this episode more than others, I pointed at what? Was it like three or four like plot holes? Yeah. Um, but uh like what do you what do you want from me? <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's so regular on the show, but I don't feel like any of the plot holes on this. Um, and usually I don't like Deus Ex Machina, like the whole "Hey everyone, let's store our weapons under the floor for some reason." <laughs> right? Like I have problems with that. But see, the well, diet. Go ahead. It it would have been a Deus Ex Machina if they hadn't set it up early in the episode. So oh, if it had just fair, come out fair. of if it had just come out of nowhere, like, oh, if Optimus had just been like when he broke free, oh, it's a good thing we stored these weapons under that, here. That's correct. Yeah. yeah Technically, yeah. there was, as weak as it was, there was a reason they were under the floor. Yeah. <laughs> so that's true. That doesn't make it Deus Ex Machina. Yeah. Um, but apart from the the little like holes, they weren't like like game breaking. Yeah, like they, they were like, "Oh, this is dumb." There were times when they vastly outnumbered the Predacons, and I was like, "Well, you could just shoot them. You can do that." But like the dialogue, um, the fact that Optimus just like did that Superman punch, and then later <laughs> like the Popeye punch, like he's just punching people. That that really put it up there for me. And the shades, like, and the Hosta La Vista Starscream. <laughs> And, and all the coming down. For, oh, I didn't man. even understand that those were shades until we just watched it live. Yeah, I didn't like right either. now. Um, and the lines from Megatron, it's yeah, it's it's too much energon for me. Yeah, I'm going to give it a very enthusiastic too much energon. This is uh, one of my favorite episodes of the season so far. Um, has some plot holes as we've <laughs> discussed and uh, some continuity issues like, you know, Megatron just suddenly being in the maximal base without any explanation <laughs> during the battle. By the way, I can't fly, but I'm here too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the, the dialogue in this episode, I think is probably the strong. One of the strongest. Probably one, some of, if not the best dialogue uh, in the series thus far. It's really snappy. Uh, feels more, yeah, 
every every like, line hits. Yeah, everyone in this just about well, just about everyone in this episode who has lines all deliver some winners, um, including Tigatron just growling at the children, <laughs> <laughs> including that random tiger that they thought was Tigatron, <laughs> yeah. and Air Razor's one line that made no sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I really like the connections to, uh, Transformers generation one, the original Transformers series. They, uh, they've briefly alluded to some things from G one prior to this, but this, uh, firmly establishes beast wars within the, the canon of the original Transformers cartoon, mm-hmm. which I dig. And they they kept his design. Do you know what I mean? Like they kept it very simplistic looking. Yeah. Like it, it's kind of jarring now because watching it on the show. Like when I was a kid, I, I kind of vaguely remember this being like, "Oh, Starscream is like like twenty polygons, right? <laughs> right? Like he's very simplistic." Yeah. Um. But now as an adult, I'm like, "Oh, they could have made him different looking and more complex." Like I mean, look how complex. Um. The Maximals and Predacons were compared to the 3D uh, Starscream. Right, he's like three colors: he's gray, blue, and red. But then, it, but then, if you go back and watch uh, the original Transformers cartoon, like that's what they are. Yeah, they they were pretty simplistic looking. They were blocky. Yeah, yeah. So I I kind of like that as an adult that he was just this. They had his original like design. Yeah. Damn yeah. good episode. Big fan. It is. Uh it was uh an episode that I loved as a kid and I'm happy to report I am still a big fan. Hmm. Uh, in fact, I think I I actually like it more now. Oh. Yeah, I do. I I do. Like I vaguely remembered this episode as a kid. I thought I didn't watch it, but as I was rewatching it, I was like, "Oh, I I kind of remember that." Oh, I kind of remember Starscream, yeah. Uh, but I appreciate it more now. So that has been the 19th episode in production order, Possession. Best way to support the show, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, be sure to give us a five-star rating. Helps us out with discoverability. Um be sure to check out our website, uh, www.toomuchenergon.ca, where you can find embedded players of every episode of this show thus far, and social media links, and yada, yada, yada. And also, A possible fan fiction of Dinobot? Mace <laughs> still to come. Um, and hey, if you make fan art of the show, or of Christopher Siege and NeoCal, we will. Christopher may put it up on the on the website. Oh, I I, I undoubtedly will. Or on the Facebook page, Facebook.com/slash Too Much Uh And yeah, if you like this show, tell your friends, get them listening. We tell uh, them over holiday break. Here. Yes. And on that, now that we're at the delirious stage, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It is time for us to sign off. Yeah, we are uh, way out of time now. So I've been one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. 
I am your other host, NeoCal. And until next week, Beast Mode. Beast Mode. Beast Mode! Yeah!